A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Given that their entire profession involves them being dropped on their heads, you would forgive it if all wrestlers were written as if complex feats of ingenuity were well, well, well beyond them. Thankfully, though, it's often quite the opposite, and I, Adam Cleary, am here to tell you why. These are 10 genius ways wrestlers outsmarted their opponents. Number 10, Kurt Angle, Survivor Series 2000. Look, you'd know this already, but Kurt Angle had the best rookie year of any wrestler ever, open brackets, until Ronda Rousey closed brackets, but it culminated with him defending his newly won WWF Championship against The Undertaker at Survivor Series 2000. Now, as you might expect from a match between a possibly undead motorcycle enthusiast and, well, a massive nerd, Taker dominated the early exchanges. However, as the referee ejected an interfering Edge and Christian, also nerds at this point, Angle took advantage by crawling under the the ring to avoid a further beating. Undertaker dragged him back out and performed the last ride, covering him for a simple win, but the referee suddenly stopped his count at two. Taker was somehow actually covering Eric Angle Kurt's older brother. In the ensuing confusion, Kurt snuck back in, quickly rolled take up for the win, and got out of there like his life depended on it, which it probably did. Such a good finish, this one, that they did it again in 2003 against Brock Lesnar on SmackDown. Number 9, Kofi Kingston, Stomping Grounds 2019. Ah, yes, Kofi Kingston has always been considered an in-ring innovator. Take, for example, the way he spectacularly avoided elimination from the Royal Rumble in 2012, and in 2013, and 2014, and yep, 2015, and 2016, and 2017, and 2018. However, as WWE Champion, Kofi began a feud with Dolph Ziggler, how exciting, and beat him at 2019's Super Showdown with the help of Xavier Woods. Ziggles was not best pleased, claiming he would have won had it not been for Woods. So a steel cage for the title was booked for stomping grounds where no outside interference could occur. Now, given there have been, oh, hang on, let me check my notes here, 11 million steel cage matches in WWE, you don't really expect to see anything new in them. However, the finish here, Ziggler crawling to the door only for Kofi to leap over him, through the ropes, and splat the floor, was both ingenious and original. Number 8, Eddie Guerrero. WrestleMania 20. When it came to the dark arts of pro wrestling, Eddie Guerrero was in a league of his own. That's why his catchphrase was famously, lie, cheat, and do absolutely everything within your power to steal a victory from your opponents because winning is all that really matters, Mama Cita. Though I think he did shorten that down at some point to fit it on a t-shirt. The peak of this mantra came at WrestleMania X when he squared up against aforementioned house Kurt Angle to defend his newly won WWE Championship. After an outrageous technical wrestling match broke out, Angle got the upper hand and vicious 
suspiciously locked in the ankle lock. Guerrero managed to escape and while Curtie Bollocks regrouped on the outside, he tactically loosened his ring boot. Angle came back in the ring, immediately reapplied the ankle lock, but Guerrero easily slipped out of both the hold and his footwear, leaving his opponent absolutely baffled. A perfect small package later and Eddie exited the ring, holding his successfully defended WWE Championship while Angle was just left holding a boot. This was categorically, without question, no exceptions, the cleverest thing Eddie Guerrero ever did in a wrestling match. Nah, I'm already kidding. Number 7, Eddie Guerrero, SmackDown 2005. If the old WrestleMania boot slip was an ingenious feat befitting the grandest stage of them all, what he pulled off against Mr. Kennedy the following year was pure televisual brilliance. Towards the end of the match, Eddie reversed Kennedy right into the referee, sending him crashing to the mat. Eddie quickly rolled to the outside and grabbed a steel chair, insinuating he was gonna smack Kennedy with it. He got back in the ring, hit the chair hard on the mat, then throwing it to his opponent, who caught it in a confused daze, Eddie immediately dropped down as the referee got back to his feet. A downed wrestler on the one hand, another wrestler wielding the weapon in the other, and the clatter of the chair itself still ringing in his ears, the referee drew the only sensible conclusion and awarded Guerrero the DQ victory. An all-time top five greatest wrestling moment ever this. Well, while I got you, speaking of top moments, or indeed just the concept of ranking anything in a numerical format, guess what we do here every single day on What Culture Wrestling? You go hit that little subscribe button down below and you too can be receiving the pinnacle of wrestling infotainment directly to your subs box every day. Number six, Sami Zayn, Clash of Champions 2020. Do not let anybody tell you that nothing interesting happened in 2020. For a start, there was there was this yes, and um, there was we there was an election. We that that happened. Um, but no, mo- most mostly just this. Sami Zayn was stripped of the Intercontinental Championship due to not being able to defend it due to well, let's call them viral inconveniences. AJ Styles won a tournament for it the following month, then Jeff Hardy won the title in August, which kicked off a feud between the two. Inevitably, Sami Zayn re-emerged with his old IC belt, proclaiming himself to be the real champion, and the universe rewarded us all with a triple threat ladder match for everything we'd endured over the previous months. The Monet of Genius, which is the best typo I've ever done on a script, saw Zayn retrieve pairs of handcuffs from his jacket pocket. One went through Hardy's earlobe, ooh, and the other cuffed him directly to Styles. After a fireman's carry finish, Sammy uncuffed himself from Styles, attached that cuff to the ladder, and both just had to watch him go and win the thing. Brilliant, really. Number five, Christian, Money in the Bank 2011. In what is probably the only example of WWE cashing in on a bit of tragedy and it being actually a good idea, Christian was inserted into the main event scene on SmackDown right after Edge retired. Quick history lesson, he defeated Alberto Del Rio to finally win his first world title at Extreme Rules, lost the championship two days later to Randy Orton, then at Capital Punishment, Orton beat Christian in the rematch, but your man's foot was clearly under the bottom rope. And oh joy, we all said they'll have to do that one again. Heading into Money in the Bank, Christian managed to get a stipulation inserted whereby if he lost the match through poor officiating or Orton got disqualified, he would win the World Heavyweight Championship. Thus, he spent most of the contest taunting and goading his opponent into getting disqualified. Orton set him up for the RKO, but Christian cowardly pleaded for mercy in the corner before spitting in Orton's face. Playing into his real-life anger issues, Randy absolutely flipped his lid, kicked him in the cock, and the title changed hands. 
Worth it? Oh, don't know. Number four, Bret Hart, Nitro 1999. Blew my tiny little childhood mind, this one, and for the life of me, I can't work out why everyone just doesn't do this all the time. In March 99, Bret Hart popped a Toronto crowd by wearing a hockey jersey. Look, there it is. He got on the stick, took stock against the stacked roster, but really got stuck into a one Bill Goldberg. He's a big chicken, you see, and Brett wasn't leaving that ring until he came out to face him. He duly obliged, the two traded insults before Goldberg launched across the ring to hit him with his patented teeth-shattering spear. The pair collapsed to the deck, but curiously, neither man immediately got back up. Stranger still, it was Hart who moved first, covering Goldberg and counting his own Mach 1-2-3. He stood up, removed the hockey jersey, and revealed a goddamn steel plate strapped to his chest. How has Roman Reigns ever won a single match when this tactic has existed since the last century? Make it make sense. Number three, Brock Lesnar, SmackDown 2003. Yes, Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar's feud in 2003 was fantastic. In the run-up to WrestleMania 19, Angle outsmarted Brock with that old Eric switcheroo. You see, that's what's known in the industry as a callback. And at Vengeance, he reclaimed the WWE Championship in a gripping triple threat match. This led to Brock furiously turning heel on Angle and trying to get back his shiny, shiny belt. After getting tapped at SummerSlam, whoops, Lesnar got one last shot with an Iron Man match on SmackDown. Ten minutes into it, though, he got himself disqualified by smashing Kurt with a steel chair. Bafflingly, just handing his opponent a 1-0 lead. However, the plan was brilliant. With his opponent poleaxed from all those chair shots, Brock then dominated him and recovered to build a comfortable lead, effectively trading that one point for five of his own by the time the match was over. Despite a late rally from Angle to get things to 5-4, the gap was simply too big and Brock walked out with the belt. Number two, John Cena, Extreme Rules 2010. Yeah, cast your minds back to the turn of the last decade, my god, I'm old, and Dave Bautista was on his way out of the WWE to look for a career in Hollywood. Before he left, he put Cena over at three back-to-back pay-per-views. They stand out of those matches being their Extreme Rules affair, with WWE getting creative with the finish to the match. A last man standing contest with spots involving Cena AAing Batista onto chairs and through the announce desk, and Batista shoving Cena through tables and the barricade. They went back and forth with one another, but the ending of the match had Cena using his incredibly bad submission, I'm sorry it just is, on Batista to the point where he tapped slash passed out. The referee started the 10 count, but Batista somehow got to his feet at 9. Cena, tactically at this point, rolled out of the ring and simply tied his opponent's feet together to the ring post with duct tape. While he was more than capable of getting back to his feet, Batista simply couldn't free them enough to actually stand on them, and well, that was that. Number 1, JBL, No Way Out 2005. Much to the disappointment of every single person watching, John Bradshaw Layfield always found a way to hold on to his cherished WWE Championship. Whether it was goading The Undertaker into getting disqualified at SummerSlam or just having Orlando Jordan run interference, he always wormed his way to victory. To offset these little advantages, he was booked into a barbed wire steel cage match with The Big Show at No Way Out. Show, you'll not be surprised to hear, beat every single bodily fluid out of him, yes, including the ones you can't see. The ending, such as it was, had Show and JBL climbing the cage and bloodying each other with the barbed wire. Then Show chokeslammed him with such force that he exploded the canvas and disappeared under the ring itself. Game over, of course, but just to complete the formality, the big lad climbed down, opened the door, and walked out 
only to find that in the time it had taken him to do that, JBL's corpse had autopiloted itself outside the ring area and thus won the match. Imagine losing a world championship match to what was essentially at that point a corpse. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.